Welcome to the bookshelf at the end of the universe. This is the spoiler edition of Amari and the Night Brothers. I am your host, Elliot. On the other microphone is my mom, Kristen. Hi. So we are talking Amari and the Night Brothers. Now you read this book, if I'm correct, right? I did read this book. So I am a librarian by trade. Uh, I'm a librarian and this was a book that or is a book. It was on our Texas Blue Bonnets and our Texas Lone Star list at the same time. So when you, yeah, when you get a book on both lists, that's fantastic. So I got to the pleasure of reading it and uh, telling other students to read it because it's just that amazing of a book. It is really good, and we like to describe it as Black Girl Harry Potter. Yeah, it definitely is uh, total Black Girl Harry Potter. Just Black Girl magic left and right. She's fantastic. I want Amari as a friend. Same. Um, so we do want to mention that this is our spoiler episode since I have read it and Dad has not read it. So this is the spoiler episode. So if you have not read Amari, then please listen to the other episode. Yeah, go. it's okay. You can turn us off. Go listen to the other one. And if you choose to come back to us, that's cool. But we are going to talk about the ending. And we're going to get some juicy spoilers. Yeah. So go ahead. Turn us off. And if you want to come back next week after you've read the book, that's cool. We'll still be here. All right. So go ahead. Tell us a little bit more about what we're working with. Uh, so Amari and the Night Brothers by B.B. Alston, published in January 2021. And it was published by Collins. And I think this book falls under sci-fi fantasy. Uh, sci-fi with the aliens, mythical creatures, and future tech. And then the fantasy because you have magic left and right. Here and there. Yeah, magical creatures. Like Bigfoot. Cthulhu, mm-hmm. I think, is in there. And then there's, so. then there's a lot of literally literacy references, classical literacy, like Dracula and the hot, Lord of the Rings. So here's a hot librarian take for you. You can have a book that's multiple genres. It's not just one genre. It might lean more towards one. So this one definitely feels... Uh, maybe a little bit more sci-fi due to the elements that are in it, but there is that fantasy feel to it. So it's not just only one. And he, I know, fun fact, B.B. Alston was inspired by The Men in Black. See, there you go. Total sci-fi. All right. So some content warnings uh, for you as a reader, which you probably know this because you've read the book already. Yes. Um, but definitely this book has... Racism. There, I mean, it's not much racism. There's like maybe two sentences where someone makes a mean comment to her because she is Well, there is a is little black. bit of a paragraph. Yeah, it's, it's really not much. Um, yeah. but, I, but it's still there. So I'm not going to just totally discount it and say like it doesn't matter. It obviously matters because it's yes. part of the story. But it's not anything that's central to the story um so you do have that you do also have the fact that her brother is missing and that's that can be pretty heavy on people yeah that can be heavy so we do want to give you just that heads up again i know you've read it because you're listening but that is something that we are going to talk about all right so why don't i do want to mention uh we're going to talk about the bb alston in just a second but i want to mention how we got this book and so i want to give a big shout out thank you to bb austin because he's amazing he is and if there are any educators out there listening right now if you get a hold of bb austin on twitter i did on twitter maybe the other socials i'm not too sure reach out to bb austin 
he will mail you two copies of the, well, he mailed me two. He'll mail you a copy of this book because it helps. And the idea is you put this in your class library. You do this as a giveaway. So that's how we got our books is from BB Alston. And they are going to be used as giveaways for my students. So I got two free copies from him. So thank you, BB Alston. All right. BB uh, Alston was inspired by the Men in Black. I don't remember if I mentioned that or not. But he was heavily inspired by Men in Black, and that's what inspired some elements in this book. Now, uh, do you want to talk about... We talked about how you got this book, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we talked about the content warnings. Uh, B.B. Alston, uh, the biography. B.B. Alston is the number one New York Times bestselling author of the Amari series. His books have been published in more than 30 countries. When not writing, he can be found eating too many sweets and exploring country roads to see where they lead. Now, that, that sounds like a pretty cool life. Yes. Yes, 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 for sure. All right, so some really cool information about this book. This book is his debut. This is the first in, a, so far, a trilogy. So the second one is out. And the, th- and the third one's, one's coming out when? September 28th, Perfect. 2023. Um, this is considered a juvenile book, so this is perfect if you are upper elementary. This is something that I think middle school readers would like. And I think even some high school students would just love it. Me as an adult, I loved it. I just would have read it on my own if it hadn't have even been um, one of my books you know, on a list that I needed to convince students to read, which it's very easy to do that. All right. So let's start talking about the book. Okay. So how would you uh, go ahead start telling us about the book? Uh, so, 12-year-old Amari is sad that her brother Quentin is missing, and the police tell her and her mom that Quentin was involved in gang and drug usage and stuff like that, but they don't, but Amari and her mom don't believe that. Because Quentin is what kind of kid? Uh, he's like that, he's like a good kid. He's a really good kid, and he's really smart, and he's involved in everything at school, and he's like the kind of kid who's going to change the world, right? Yes. All right. Um, now they live in a major metropolitan city. Uh-huh. Do you remember? Mm, I think it was New York. I think it's New York also. Let's, let me see if I can pull it up. Okay. So, um, yeah. So basically he goes missing. Cops get pulled in and Amari She's also been getting in a lot of trouble at school because, you know, the she's... kids are saying they're like, hey, Quint, I'm like, I'm Quentin's dead body. And yeah, just like the kids are just being awful. Um, so definitely she's having some troubles. And then she gets an, an, an invitation in a, um, not really. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pause. Where's the thing? Okay, so Amari's at school. She gets in, you know, a couple little scuffles at school. She's really lashing out because she's taken, she's very close to her brother and her brother's missing and no one's believing them when they say like, no, he wouldn't get involved in this stuff, right? So her scholarship gets revoked and she's at a really nice school. I thought she was in a poor school. No, it's like, like, she lives in a poor neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she lives in a poor neighborhood. Um, her scholarship to her nice school gets revoked, uh, but mom still has to work. And mom's 
doing the best she can as a single mom. Shout out to single moms out there. Y'all are awesome. You know, just trying to keep everything afloat. Go single moms. Yeah, well, yes, go single moms. Uh, yeah, y'all, just moms in general. Let's just cheer on moms in general. So Amari's mom is, she goes to work and she gets a super discreet message for a package that shows up. And it comes with some weird instructions. Yeah, some really weird instructions. Like you have to wear a certain weird looking suit. Yeah, it's this, she thinks it's ugly and she's like, I have to do it. Because in the box is a hologram message from her brother that says, if you get this, I'm in trouble, basically. So she gets it, she opens it. Uh, they, the message said to wear the suit to talk to this person. She does, and that's basically what gets her through the door because she wasn't sent an official invitation from the camp. No. Uh, her brother, Quentin, did what is called a farewell briefcase where they leave all their like, goodbye stuff. Mm-hmm. to a certain person so and then she gets in she meets elsie who is a really cool roommate yeah but i wouldn't say cool roommate because she can't turn into a dragon right but then in the book it said that she couldn't because she had to be courageous and in the book it said elsie admitted she was a wimp so then she meets um so She's in the uh, the summer program, and she meets the Van Helsing twins. That's a reference to Dracula. Thank you. I was about to mention it's a reference to another book. So Van Helsing twins and their sister went missing with Quentin, Amari's brother. And they were on a team called Vanquish, I Yes. Believe. Yes, Vanquish. they're Team Vanquish. So she, um, they don't get along, which is shocking, uh, because you'd imagine, like, you have something in common with somebody, you don't get along with them. So then, um, oh, where am I? She gets texts. Okay, Amari so. gets texts from Magician Girl 118, who turns out to be Dylan Van Helsing. Right, but we find that out later. So yeah. you go through your ceremony, and this is kind of like the Harry Potter sorting house kind of thing. Or if you've read Divergence, uh, you know, it's just where basically what is your path and so she finds out she's a magician and that's deemed illegal yes so it's bad for her to be the thing that she just naturally is and it's not your ordinary i'm coming to your birthday and i'm gonna pull a rabbit out of my hat magician mm-hmm. nope it is your like like magicians that'll destroy your world magicians but um amari wants for people to see that magicians are good and that they're not going to be a problem but she still has to kind of keep herself secret so you know she she ends up getting paired with one of the van helsings dylan and everything looks fine remember this is the spoiler edition so she ends up getting partnered with van helsing dylan and dylan um ends up backstabbing her yeah, pretty hard. Were you expecting that? No, I was not. I thought Moro's well, Moro's one of the Night Brothers. Right. I forgot to mention that. I thought Moro's apprentice was like Lara, since Lara hated Amari. But then later on in the story, Lara is like besties with Amari. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. 
I expected someone, but I did not expect Dylan. Yeah, um, I wasn't expecting... I knew someone was going to flip on her. Like, you could just feel someone was going to flip. But you didn't know who. Yeah, I wasn't sure who it was. I kind of thought it was going to be the roommate because that just, I think, would be an easy way to do it. And I'm so happy that um, B.B. Alston did not go that route. I'm same. Elsie is probably my favorite character. I like Elsie. Elsie just tries to figure out how to become a dragon, like, in a safe way uh, without goofing it all up. Um... So, then, again, Dylan, that's the big twist, is that Dylan is actually one of the bad guys working with Moreau, and... And then tries to, and then Moro tries to sacrifice Amari to bring back Vladimir, who is the other night brother. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, uh, Vladimir is also another reference, but Vladimir was a real guy. Mm-hmm. So, um... And then what we've got, uh... Amari does become a junior agent. Yes, Amari does become a junior agent. We do end up saving our brother. Um, Quentin is just in a coma. And one of my favorite parts in that scene was Quentin telling Amari that he was happy in his dream world bass fishing. Yeah, he's just fishing. Just having a grand old time there, right? I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um... So, uh, Amari is in the Secret Society, the League of Magicians at the end which is very fantastic. And I just, I love that in this story we get Quentin back. But not necessarily. They get the other member of Vanquish back, but Quentin's still in coma. Right, right, right. But we have Quentin. Like, yes. we know where he is. We get him as, we, we're we not trying to just hunt him down, hunt him down. Like, we know where he is. We know, like, hey, he's safe enough. We're okay. So this means maybe we'll find out more about him in the second and third book. Now, I have a question yeah. for you. Go for it. Did you like the ending? And if, and, if, and if you wanted to change it, what would you change the ending to be? I like the ending. Same, it was yeah. one of those where I had, um, I had to take a couple days off of reading just to really digest it it's like those happy sad endings yeah like it was one but i had to take a couple just days off from reading because i was still so tied in with the amari world and i love the character of amari i want her as a sister i want her as a friend same because she's loyal and she's gonna fight for you even though dylan turned his back on her and went to jail and yeah went to jail she's still when i say loyal to him it's a different kind of loyalty like she doesn't want bad things happening to him she doesn't want she doesn't wish any ill harm um i think she understands why he did what he did because she probably would have done the same thing if if she was in his shoes i my personal opinion yeah uh would you want to change the ending no i kind of liked it knowing that there's a second book and a third book to continue this world. I like that ending because Same. my predictions now, I have not read the second book. I think we're going to pull her brother out of the coma and they're going to fight the Van Helsings again. That's my prediction again. I've not read the second book. I yes. think we're going to fight the Van Helsings again, this time with her brother by her side. And that would make a lot of sense. But also, why would they fight the Van Helsings? So, like, 
all Dylan was the only person who like misbehaved. So do you think another Van Helsing will misbehave? Well, remember their sister. Well, yeah, but sister, the sister and then sister Dylan's befriended. twin. Dylan I, had a twin. Dylan was a twin. Oh yeah, d- twin of Maria. Right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think I think that that's gonna come back somehow. Somehow. Because remember, in in stories, we can make anybody the bad guy, right? We can make anyone betray our main character. Yes. So it could happen. Um. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in that second one. I really want to read that second one. All right. Um. Here's just some other really, I think, great, great quotes from the story. Um. You're not going to change the world unless you hang with the people who want to change the world too. And I think that's really smart because you can't just do it on your own. You have to surround yourself with other people who also plan on changing the world. And that could be for the good or bad, right? Yeah. Um, people tend to fear what they don't understand and fear can far, uh, and fear can far too easily become hatred. And I think definitely with this story, remember everyone's like afraid of the magicians because the magicians to them are bad. Yes. And I think that's a really good one to point out, too. Um, People are going to form opinions and say nasty things about you based on nothing more than what you are. Uh, You sure you're prepared for that? I think that's also a really great one because it's... It's just a reminder that you could come to the table fully who you are. You're fully present. You fully are yourself. And then what... gonna happen someone's gonna dislike you for some reason you cannot please everybody but when it comes to something big like what amari's gonna have to do yeah people are gonna dislike her for something other than she's saving people in the the magic world like yes something is gonna happen um i do love this book because yes magic is all over the place in it everything is magical i think that's fantastic and i think you'd like to know that they're making a movie of it they are making a movie this is super duper duper cool uh is it disney no uh i think it's illumination okay oh no universal my bad universal is doing it fantastic they're picking out the cast right now so they are in the early stages i'm excited i want to watch this this will be good Okay, I think so if you are, um, obviously you've read this book, so you are familiar with the story, everything. What are some books that you would suggest for people to read next? Okay, so books for people to read next, you could do um, Artemis Fowl. That's a good one. It's about spies and stuff. And I had to put that one on since when I was looking it when I was looking into research on BB Alston, I found that in the description for Amari, it said, Artemis Fowl meets Men in Black. And, I mean, I had to put Artemis Fowl in there. Um, uh, Men in Black, the movie. It's not really a book, but it's what inspired B.B. Alston. And uh, Harry Potter, that's definitely on there, and we've mentioned that before. Uh, Let's see, Tristan Strong. I was looking at some magical books, and that popped up there. Um, and Crimson Gods. Okay. All right. So my book suggestions from my humble librarian brain. And she is a librarian, so she knows uh-huh. more than me. All right. So I think if you love this book, your next suggestion is going to be Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. That's another just total black girl magic. It's fantastic. Um, I, I, I love that one. 
obviously the second in the Amari series, which we haven't read yet. But if you've read the first, you got to read the second. I want to read the second, so. I think also if you like um, a whole bunch of stuff about kids doing great things, check out The Lion of Mars by Jennifer L. Holm. These are about kids who get sent to go live on the planet Mars and they're the first generation raised on Mars. That one is super duper duper cool. And um, you know what? Let's go with this new one. It's fairly new. Um, Dionel Clayton. I think I said her name right. Uh, she, or Donnell, sorry. Donnell Clayton. She is uh, her first middle grade debut. And it's called The Marvelers. And it is on both of our Lone Star and our Blue Bonnet book list. So just, again, just a collection. It is not a book by the Marvel company. Just no, has no, no. It's not. It's not. Also, if you like a little spooky, I'm going to add this one on there. Scritch Scratch by Lindsay Curry. That's just kind of a cool little, if you like spooky. I know it's it's a little different, but it still kind of has a little feel of the same. That one was really cool. I like this one. All right, so any other notes we want to add to this one? Uh, no, not really. Um, but do you think that there should be a sequel? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the world that we're in. I like the, I love the character of Amari. And I need, I need, personally, in my opinion, I need to know what happens to Clinton. Yeah, I need that closure of what happens with Clinton. So as a wife. You said Clinton. Quentin, sorry. As a librarian, I find that this book is really easy for me to get my students to read because it is fast paced. It is high interest. There's always something new that pops up and that happens and you could just get really excited with reading it and talking about it. Like I love talking about this book to anyone that will listen to me talk about it. Yes. Which is why I'm doing this right now. So I definitely think if you have a uh, a young reader, a young scholar, and they are having a hard time picking a book, why not, you know, pull this one, grab it, see what they think. Like, I think it's one that is of interest to a lot of readers. And I honestly am not a fan of fantasy or sci-fi, but I, I love this book. And this book is one that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Uh, I do have one question, mm-hmm. one final question. So, what do you think? I know there's a movie coming out, but do you think it would work as a movie, TV show, graphic novel, or none? Oh, that's a good question. Okay. I think, I don't really want to see this as a movie. I think it would be much better as like a a series. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. There's there's so much to fit. There's so much in this book. So much magic. To fit it in one movie, you would let you would miss out on a whole bunch yeah of stuff. so i hope i hope it becomes like a little series out of it doesn't have to be a long series i think like you know maybe four or five episodes would be great yeah. that'd be fine there's a lot to put into a movie so that's why i worry about it being movie i think a graphic novel could be really cool on it yeah. it would have to be a couple couple of editions long because of, of again how much you'd have to put into pictures um but it's it's beautiful it's lovely I think definitely with some of the right artists, it would be Chef's Kiss. Mwah, perfect. So I think it could be done. Another thing. I know it's heavy. Did you like the humor that they threw in there? Yeah. I, I mean, it is a different kind of, it, it's a little darker 
humor. Like he's saying, it's not going to be the kind of humor. It's not just like an easy gag joke, right? It's not no, the it's case just... of like, why the chick across the road? But like, she's having to wear this super ugly suit to get in, like just to get an interview with somebody. And then there's one scene where they like go when she's trying to become a junior agent and then they pass a hall of curtains. One of the curtains says the real answer to which came first, the chicken or the egg. Yeah. So it's just that kind of like silly, darker, deeper humor. It's not like the super easy kind of thing, I think. It's, I think that humor is really useful with heavy books just to like pull you out of what's going on. It's a lot of visual. Like you have to imagine like you're like you said, walking down the hall and there's a curtain that says which came first, chicken or the egg. Like you have to imagine this like super adorable, fierce little girl walking down the street in this super ugly suit saying like, hey, I need to talk to somebody like. She's embarrassed. Like, you you know what that's like walking down the street in something ugly that your parents put you in? Like, would you want to walk down the street wearing uh, a tacky outfit? No. So that's what I think is kind of funny. But she knows, like, that her brother told her to do it, so she has to do it. Um, It's magical. It's lovely. I love this book. I hope y'all love this book. I hope you pick up the next one. Educators, don't forget, you can reach out to B.B. Alston, um, and he'll give you something for your class libraries. Yeah. All right. So let's sign us off. Yeah. Goodbye. Well, don't. What is the comment about shelf at the end of the universe? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think did I teach you to drive the spaceship? No, I have not learned anything. What button does this do? So if you press this glowing one that says taco, it dispenses a taco. Sounds good to me. If you press this other one that says taco, it dispenses another taco. Fair enough. Okay. So how do we. How do we drive this ship? What do I do? Oh, you use the tacos to navigate it. Easy said, done. Like, you eat the tacos, and then those tacos take over your mind, and then they drive. Oh, I like a good taco ship. All right, so I guess we're going to hit the taco ship. We're going to go drive. We're going to go put this book. At the end of the universe. On our shelf at the end of the universe. Uh, The next book that we are going to be reviewing. May it... There's two possible books. We might be doing Dark Side of Noah or The Rhythmatist. We haven't decided yet. Okay, it'll be in the description what the next book is. We're still trying to figure it out. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.